Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your host, Bellstar. And the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona, and, and the, the world, world at large. We'd love to hear from you. Please give us a call live at 646 915 8421. You can like us on Facebook, follow us on all social media, or email thctucson at gmail.com. We'd like to thank Tumbleweeds Health Center and Studio C, along with our many sponsors for hosting our show every week. With the lowest price certifications in town, you'll find hemp products, accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education. Visit Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at com. And remember, be smart, be safe, and educate. coming on the show with us. Woo-hoo. I love having guests on the show. It's super fun. I don't want to stay here by myself and be bored. So much need to talk about. So, so much need. And the holidays are coming, folks. I heard there's like 90 days left or something scary like that. Yeah. Get a shotgun. It's crazy. 90 days. I don't know. Everyone's staying inside anyway, so it's, I guess it's not going to be any different. Well, welcome to Weed Day Wednesday. We want to give a big shout out to Tumbleweeds Health Center at 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and get certified. We're now we are now offering telemedicine. No cooties. Let's keep the cooties away. Let's help fight this thing and get it over with, so we can get back to a normal lifestyle. I, I tell you. It's worried and wondering what the heck the elections are coming. It's a scary time. So it's a really good time to smoke a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah, really, really. Um, all right, not sure where uh Cannabis Kid is or Silver Sister. Can't find them. They're out they're probably doing a bong hit in the parking lot somewhere. <laughs> Hey guys, recreationals getting on the ballot this year. Anybody want to pay 24, 25% tax on top of your weed? No. Save the medical program. Um, it's a great program. And like I said, we're doing telemedicine now. So let's look over here. If you go to tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, you can check out our certification section and find out just what you can get your card for in Arizona. Uh, if my uh-oh, if my computer would work, I could get there, too, and I could tell you what conditions. Well, let's just see here. Um, now it's, now it's going to work? No, it's not going to work. All right, well, um, we will just go to a, a different web, web page to get there. My Internet is being funky, so I hope that um, we are still being heard out there. Let me just check. Oh, yeah, we are. Uh, I keep my handy-dandy phone right next to me muted <laughs> just in case. Well, not just in case, get, getting ready for when the show drops. My apologies to everybody out there. The show keeps dropping. I'm trying um, to get in touch. Thank you. I'm trying to get in touch with uh, 
the people that make this thing and Block Talk, customer service sucks. I'm just going to say it now. They're not very helpful. Anyway, if you're in Tucson or actually anywhere now, you can be up in Williams, Arizona. And uh, get a card for PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, HIV, hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's. And we always discuss the fact that there are almost 30 different kinds of Alzheimer's, I think our guest told us once, and uh, dementia is just part of that. So there's a, there's a whole gamut of, of uh, situations there. Uh, cachexia or wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, including multiple sclerosis. And you're also eligible if you uh, are suffering from any one of those things. So if you're taking, I mean, not suffering, if you're taking a medication or a treatment that's making you have any of those symptoms or others, you can get your card, and that's a really great thing. If you suffer from one of these medical conditions and have been diagnosed by an Arizona licensed physician, medical cannabis may help relieve your symptoms. Tumbleweeds Health Center is Arizona's premier cannabis certification health and education center. Our primary focus is to help the patients of Arizona obtain their medical marijuana card and educate everyone about medical cannabis. With current medical records, approval is a simple process. Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify for your Arizona medical marijuana card. Give us a call at 520-838-4430, and you can email thctucson at gmail.com. Uh, and you can get on the website there, and um, there there used to be a form. That disappeared. Um, so you can get on there, and the telemedicine form is right there. It's just right inside the website. You don't have to go anywhere. Just fill it out. Uh, make sure you fill it out completely because I don't think it will let you send it otherwise. All right. So like I said, we have a wonderful uh, guest on this morning, um, and we're excited because um, we don't get um, kinds of guests on very often. So everybody, please uh, help welcome uh, Arthur Robertson to the show. Welcome, Arthur. Thank you. I appreciate it. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How you doing? I'm pretty good hanging in there. It's pretty chilly over here in New York right now, but it's nice out. Oh, I was asked. I was going to, what part of New York are you in? I'm in Brooklyn. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah. when I was talking are about Are you familiar? My, um, no, I'm familiar with... Um, the Buffalo area, that side of things. Okay, <laughs> upstate. Okay, okay, I understand. Yeah, it's pretty. It's, it's pretty chilly up there. Oh yeah, yeah. But <laughs> you guys got nothing on my sixty-four degrees this morning. I'm sure. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Wish I was out there. I'm sure it's nice and sunny out there. Oh yeah. Oh, we we got all the sun. No rain this year for some reason. Uh, all the really? sun this year. Yeah, it's been a very strange. Um, We've had, it's supposed to be called a monsoon, but everyone's calling it a non-soon because we've had nothing, like basically zero rain. Yeah. Yeah, it's been crazy. And out way west, they could use the rain for sure. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Things are just crazy. They are. <laughs> we won't. We won't mention any of the other crazy things happening in the world. I know. I know. That's why I just, you know, keep my head down. I like to say I stay in my bubble. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm safe there, and my friends are safe there. So, <laughs> um, exactly. Arthur, tell us a little bit about yourself, and uh, you've got a really great company here. Um, tell us about first of all a little bit about you, how you got into cannabis, and then how you turned that into um, doing what you're doing now. Uh-huh. All right. Thank you. Um, so my name is Arthur Robertson. I'm from Queens, New York. Um, I started my career in public accounting. Um, so I worked for some of the top financial institutions in the world, from Deloitte, um, which is the top accounting, one of the top accounting firms in the world, uh, UBS, um, Morgan Stanley. And uh, I, I started smoking weed in college, believe it or not. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I actually played college I actually played college basketball as well. And um 
I actually used to play really well when I was high. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I I led the team in scoring, but I'm more so used to smoke in college. Um, it used to make me feel good, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, it used to relax my mind. Um, I used to get anxiety a lot. So, um, you know, it just it just relaxes me. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, and then, you know, as far as my firm, I got into the wealth management space because I know there are a lot of individuals and, and businesses that, you know, they they need help around their finances. Um, and more specifically, when it comes to the cannabis industry, you know, cannabis is legal at a state level, but it's not legal at a federal level. So it's hard for you know, dispensaries and other cannabis companies to obtain financing and basically just, you know, financial assistance from um, financial institutions. So I felt like it was a good area to get into. Um, Again, I'm I'm pro-cannabis, so, you know, I I thought it was a a good cause and it's something that was needed for the industry. Because there are not too many um, investment advisors and, and financial institutions that caters to cannabis companies. Yeah, absolutely. So I bet you have a lot of clients already. Then I have a, I have a couple. Um, I'm in the process of expanding. I'm looking to grow. Um, I just founded the firm last year. So okay. You know, I, I started myself. Now I, I built up a team of four people so you know we're just trying to grow um we're just trying to implement certain processes and, and make things more efficient absolutely so what how so are you so you're an accountant yourself yes okay so so that was my that was my 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 trade <laughs> yeah awesome <laughs> yeah. um that's fantastic um, and, and that's a great trade to have. One of my, one of my besties is an accountant. Um, and it's, it's one of the hardest parts of this industry because like you said, federally, this isn't legal. So, um, people, I mean, we even had a hard time with our banking, um, situation. Um, and we've been through multiple accountants, uh, to try and find, you know, someone that will work with us, you know, um, mm-hmm. we don't want, yeah, we, you know, that kind of a thing. So, um, can you talk about the struggles of of actually doing accounting for a, a cannabis company? What is it that you know they're missing out? Um, I would say the main problem that the industry is facing is that more so is, is financing. A lot of a lot of cannabis companies they're looking for financing, trying to raise capital to expand their operations. Um, I also know that there are certain barriers where certain companies like accounting firms wouldn't even want to work with cannabis companies just due to the risk involved of, you know, the, the laws around it. Some some people are a little more conservative when it comes to um, marijuana and cannabis, you know. So certain companies may not be comfortable doing business with cannabis companies. So yeah, those those are some of the barriers. Hello. Hello. Uh, one moment. Don't go. Can you hear uh, me now? Yeah, yeah, I hear you. Sorry. <laughs> it's one of those Mike, because this show, for whatever reason, um, and and um, I have to call in and host my show from my phone. So, which is what we're doing now. It's a it's gotcha. a cheating shortcut. I figured it out one day. <laughs> I understand. Yeah. Oh, that's the way it goes. It's all right. Okay, so um you got you've got your firm going for a year and you have a lot of services that you provide here. As I was looking through these, there's a lot of things in here. We'll have to talk on the side because maybe you can chat with us. But um, I'm just gonna read off some of the things. Yeah, some of the things you've got going on are audit and accounting um and 
audits aren't bad, actually. They're, it's a really great way to find out how you're running your company and then how exactly. you can improve on running your company. So exactly. I don't see an audit as a bad thing. Yeah, I, I think they're great to have someone come in and go, oh, okay, well, why don't, why don't we try it this way? It might run a little more efficiently. Financial planning, exactly. that's huge. So let me ask you this. Do you have clients? Well, you well, you don't even say names, but do people just come with you with wads of cash and say, "Dude, I need I need a retirement plan." Um, <laughs> um yeah, it's happened. It's funny. That actually happened a couple of days ago. Um, so <laughs> I I have a an Airbnb. Um, I rent an apartment uh, on Airbnb and one of the guests, I guess they 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 saw me and they figured out that I was the owner. And um, he he was basically like, "Hey man, I'm sorry to bother you, but I just I just gotta ask because you you look kind of young. Like, what do you do?" So I basically told him, <laughs> you know, what I do. And he was like, "Oh man, it's crazy. You know, I'm I'm looking to invest. You know, I got some cash. Mm. You know, like sitting wow. uh, under my bed, and you know, I just yep. I'm ready to invest. Um, so he like yeah. scheduled a consult with me, and we're gonna we're gonna talk some more." But yeah, it, it's you'd be surprised. Like the average, the average individual, they don't really invest their money, and they kind of just have their money sitting idle in like a bank account. And mm-hmm. you know, inflation is going up every year. Things are getting more and more expensive. We we need to learn how to make our money work for us. You know, and invest our money. Absolutely, because the money we have sitting in the banks is working for them. That's for sure. <laughs> exactly, it's working for them, and, they're, and the, and the yeah. banks are lending lending your money out to someone else, yep. earning interest. Yep, but they won't lend you money. But they yeah. won't lend it's us crazy exactly. Thing. So now you yeah. know we, it's we so need bizarre. To, we need to get in, in better control um, of our finances, and um, mm-hmm. yeah, and that that's why I'm I, I'm doing what I'm doing to to you know provide more opportunities to the industry um, and, and provide that level of expertise that I have. So, you know, I, I love it so far. And, and I love the fact that there's a lot of potential in, in the industry, you know, more and oh, more yeah. states are becoming more, uh, they're, they're more legalizing um, mm-hmm. marijuana. So. I mean, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, your your company is gonna. I mean, you're just starting with an indi- industry that's just launching. You know, cannabis right. is just just taking off. And in the next, I mean, gosh, I mean, we've crippled it for a hundred years. Imagine what's gonna happen in the next hundred. Now, I know I'm older than you, and you do look super young. <laughs> so you'll be around to see it a lot longer than me. <laughs> Better get those blunts ready. <laughs> gonna I know, be a cra- right? A lot of them. Gonna be a crazy ride. <laughs> I know, but thankfully it gets me through the day. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I like bong hits. I would love a a blunt if I could find one, and I say this all the time, with a nice hemp wrap instead of the cigar wrap, like a thick one. So it's funny. It's funny you say that. I actually like bongs. Um, They they hit you hard. Like I was Mm -hmm. in L.A. a couple months ago, and there was a dispensary I went to. And they had these, they were these kind of bongs, and you take a hit, and you just feel it, like, right away. It was so funny. But yeah. um, I, <laughs> I actually I actually have these blunts. Um, they're called hemp wraps. It's made with uh-huh. just natural hemp, um, and I love it. It's, it's made by, um, there's two companies. Um, it's one called Beamer Hemp Wraps. It's B-E-A-M-E-R Hemp Wraps. And then there's high okay. hemp as well. All right. And it's, it's the natural hemp, and I, I usually roll my joints with that. And high hemp, hemp wrap. Yes. Right on. Yep. Okay, sweet. I'm going to find some of those. That's awesome. Because, <laughs> yeah, I like a big, you know, it, cigars are cool. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, um, and I like but to be can, able to just. Can a cigar. Yeah. But no, I like bongs. So. Yeah, what were you gonna say? You like to do what? Um, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like my my, bongs. Mind, um, my mind wanders a lot, so 
No worries. We'll keep you on track here. Get the bong ready. <laughs> so exactly. let me ask you this. When you're when you're talking to someone um, and you're starting out with someone who wants to do financial planning, what do you tell them? What's their first step? Because that's a that's a you know that's a huge playing field right there. <clears throat> so where do right, you start? Right. So 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 the first question I I try and ask is you know what what are they looking to accomplish? What what's your goal? Mm. What's your objective right now? Um, and then I just start with the basics. You know. What do you have any debt? You know, where are you financially? Do you have any assets? Um, you know, where are you financially? Um, and from there, you know, I try and understand, you know, if they have any assets, if they don't have any assets, what, you know, what are they looking mm. to acquire first? Where do would they like to mm-hmm. invest? Um, are right. they trying to expand their business operations? I would go through their um, operating costs and, and pick in and, and point out areas where they can cut back on expenses, things like that, and ways to improve their their businesses, their their processes. Okay. Yeah, kind of kind of lost you for a second. Is that better? Uh yeah. Now hey, did you did you hear what I said? Yeah, maybe repeat it again. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, no, no problem. Oh no, so basically, I, I just said usually when I meet with with clients, the first thing I, I I do is try and understand what their goals are. What are they looking to achieve financially? Um, and and look at their current finances. Um, try and understand, you know, do they have any debt? Um, you know, where are they looking to invest? What what's their risk appetite? Um, and mm. you know, if, if they have a business, I, I would go through the, the business finances, look, look at their expenses, see, you know, if there's any areas where they can cut back on expenses, um, to improve their cash flow. Um, mm. sometimes, um, companies or individuals may need some financing. They want to invest in something in, in like, let's say some real estate or something. So I would. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah. really great. Yeah. And I was Thank just you. saying that, you know, um, that's a good first step for people because, um, you know, end game, you know, retirement, I think right. most people just, most people just want to live comfortably. They don't, you know, when they, when they can't work anymore, um, you know, physically or mentally or whatever, cause we're all going to get old. We all get old. Well, <laughs> yeah. Happens. And, you know, when it comes at time, I mean, there are a lot of seniors out there right now that are working, you know, that are trying to make ends meet even. And it's, you know, I know for sure I don't want to end up like that at 80 or 90 years old having to have a job. Right. <laughs> that would suck. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, I agree. It's like when I think a lot of people don't realize that, you know, we we can't work forever. Um, right, and we we need to plan sooner rather than later, um, because you don't want to be eighty still working. You know, you want to be comfortable. Right. You mm-hmm. and people don't realize that the the amount of money that's needed to fund their lifestyle when they retire. So yeah. if you don't work anymore, that means you don't have any more income. That means you need to use the assets, the the money that you have to survive, to pay your, your living expenses throughout your retirement. And I think mm-hmm. a lot of people just underestimate how much and, and how important it is to plan now and start preparing. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Because it it flies by. Time is just, you know, it, it goes. <laughs> Whether you want it yeah. to or not. And the next thing you know, you're like, oh, crap. You know. Yeah. Um, so you think what's a good age to start planning? <laughs> oh, right away today. Um, if, yeah. if, if no one would I know now, I would have been planning in college. If I if I yeah. would have knew, you know, if I understood the stock market in in college, for example, I would have been buying stocks back then. Because, like, let's say I bought Apple or Amazon. Mm-hmm. With, First went public, I'd I'd be rich right now. I'd be a millionaire. I wouldn't need to work anymore. 
Yeah. So people absolutely. underestimate the stock market. The stock market is oh, yeah. the longest growing asset class dating back to the Great Depression. You know, it's, the stock yeah. market has always gone up. Um, yeah, the stock market has their corrections, their stock market crashes like the, the recession. But over time, it, it still goes up. It still gets better. Um, and, you know, we just need to make our money work for us. Absolutely. And are you, um, do you have uh, cannabis stocks you recommend for folks? Um, yes. Yeah, so basically, all right, so here's the thing. I don't own individual dispensary or weed companies. However, mm-hmm. I own uh, a company called Innovative, Innovative Industrial Properties. Uh, the stock mm-hmm. ticker is IIPR, and what they do mm-hmm. is they manage and they um, lease marijuana equipment to dispensaries. Mm. So that's how. So that's my. That's that's my in into the industry because they provide equipment and services to all the dispensaries in the world. Wow. Okay. Yes, and I got them when they first went public. They were twenty. They went twenty. They were twenty dollars a share. Um, oh, they went Lord. public maybe like three three years ago. So right yeah. now they're at like one twenty five, and I got them at twenty dollars. Wow. And they even and they they even did a stock split, a two point mm. stock split. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I that that was my. My end because remember, like I said, it, marijuana is is legal at a state level, but it's not legal at a federal level. So I was yeah. a little skeptical investing um, in, in mm-hmm. individual weed companies. So I was right. like, you know, my way around it is I'll try and find a, a business that's affiliated with the industry. You get what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is mm-hmm. great. They, they lease all the equipment. They lease. Um, uh, real estate, you know, land to um, dispensaries, so it, it worked out. Wow. Yeah. That was that was a smart move. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, because you know we always talk about. It. I mean, it's the you know they they call it the green rush, but during the gold rush, I mean, it's the same thing. The people making money were the guys selling the picks, pans, and shovels. You know. And, yeah. No, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, so those those guys made it made it big time. <laughs> Other than the <laughs> girls. <laughs> um so okay, stock planning too. So financial planning, stock planning, and what's your third eye approach to education? Um for me is I try and understand everything I get involved with. Um so the first thing I recommend everyone is to understand the stock market. Um understand mm. taxes. Um, the, the the tax system is is there and and is not going anywhere. We all must pay taxes, so we we need mm-hmm. to understand how to navigate um, the tax system. Um, you know, credit is everything as well. So mm-hmm. be mindful of the debt we acquire. Mm-hmm. Um, and just build. You know. Save and, and invest your money. Yeah. And what's what's your uh, opinion of one of the best investments? Is it land? Oh prop, yeah, land you know, is houses. Everything. Land, land, land is everything. Um, I'm a, I'm a real estate investor myself. I I own five properties and and looking to buy more. Um, and I feel like for me, real estate provides me a certain level of comfort because it provides cash flow where, mm-hmm. you know, I get to live for free for one and the rent that I receive from my properties pays the mortgages and then some. So that provides me the ability to not have to work and not have to work for a paycheck because, you know, the rent roll that I'm receiving is, is covering all my expenses. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Awesome. So, um, oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I'm 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 big on buying real estate. 
Um, there's a lot awesome. of areas where, you know, it's affordable and people mm-hmm. need a place to to live, right? So Yes, they always it, do. It, yeah, it works out. Yeah, absolutely. Five houses, that's that's fantastic. And, yeah, it definitely would <laughs> pay your mortgage and then some. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So what do you, you know, <clears throat> do you start with little houses, big houses, and does it matter where they yeah, are so in the I started. I or? started small. I started I started small with a house in, in Philly, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. I, mm-hmm. I bought a house for, like, 23 grand, and it was wow. worth, like, 60. Yeah, I rented it out. The rent roll, uh, it pays about a thousand a month. I'll make wow. my money back in in two years. Wow! And then if I can I can take out a mortgage, borrow, take out equity on it if I wanted to. Mhm. Um. So yeah, I I started small. There's a lot of cities where you can buy a property for. 20, 50 grand. Um, cities like Cleveland, Ohio. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, they they have houses, affordable houses for for really good prices, and you know you can make a lot of money. Wow, people need to. Yeah, people really need. I know I need to learn how to spend my money better. I do own a couple homes and some and some land. Um, which is always, I, you know, I think it's a good thing. I own my land outright, which is my joke, because I say if it, if anything goes wrong, I'm going out there. <laughs> I own 40 acres That's in so the corner weird. of nowhere. <laughs> where where, where is the land located? Is it in Arizona? Yeah, it's in Arizona. Yeah. Oh, that's it's, so It's uh, cool. around Portal, Arizona. You can look it up on a map. It literally is the corner of nowhere. It's by Mexico and New Mexico, so yeah. Yeah. Um, do you have Do you have any livestock or you grow? Oh any? no, nothing on it. Nothing on it yet. In fact, the last time um, I went out there, the road had washed out, so <clears throat> we had to walk a little ways to get to the land. Um, it's pretty really? rural. Yeah, but there are a couple of houses, well, farms, you know, around, and the cows all or the cows go through my land. I know that you can. There's wow. evidence. <laughs> that seems but so beautiful. I would love to be out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's part of the Cherry Mountains, um, so it's it's pretty that that whole area out there. It's where they captured Geronimo out there, unfortunately. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. So yeah, owning land is you know, uh, and houses definitely. I have a friend that goes around and does the same thing. He buys super cheap houses and doesn't take much to fix them up, you know, if you find a good deal and you can either rent yeah. them out or sell them or, you know, this town's great for, uh, we've got, you know, when, when it gets back to normal again and we've got, uh, there's a, a lot of activities that happen here, the gem show, you know, and um, we've just got, you know, a lot of things that happen. And it's a college town, so people come and go. So getting a right. little condo or something to rent out would be a good thing, you know. Huh. That's cool. That's interesting. I've never been yeah. to Arizona, but it's on my bucket list. I need, I need to oh, make a, a trip come there. Come on out. Come on, come on over. <laughs> we'll we'll do. When is it? When is awesome. it a good time to go out there? Like when? What's the best time of year? Because oh, I know spring, it gets really really hot out nice. there, right? Yeah, it's real hot. It gets. It's probably going to be a hundred degrees today. I don't know. Um, but I'm sure it's going to be a hundred. We just ignore it now because <laughs> it's just perpetually hot right now. We're supposed to have all this rain and haven't. Springtime is a good time to come. Gotcha. Like April, like yeah, Aprilish, Mayish. But I have a pool, so see that takes care of everything right there. Oh yeah, that that <laughs> that solves it. Just hang out by the pool yeah, and you're good. Exactly. That solves all the problems right there. The pool makes uh, all the difference uh, that, in the world. That's uh, funny. That's nice. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so let's see here. Family matters. You've got a section on here called. Um, well, you go from personal business planning, uh, personal finance. Now that's hard for people. Personal finance because, like I said, uh, it's not really something they teach in schools. So no. you know. And especially nowadays, I mean, before the this COVID thing happened, um, 
kids these days, um, kids these days, I sound old, um, <laughs> their usage is getting what they want, when they want, how they want it. So it's just bam, bam, bam. And um, it's strange. Their work ethics are different. Everything's different with, you know, with, with what's happening in the world today. So how do you talk to people about personal finance today? Oh, yeah. You're absolutely right. Um, and it's funny you mention that. Actually, they don't. That's the problem. I feel like schools do not teach financial literacy, and I think that's pretty much the most important thing. They should teach us children, you know, economics. That's that's everything. Oh, my gosh, that's yeah. That's the world we live in, right? Um, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why I actually started a 501c3 nonprofit uh, financial literacy um, organization to educate students on personal finances, teaching them how to mm. budget their money, <clears throat> teaching them about debt, teaching kids about um, credit. Because when I was growing up, my my school, the schools that I went to, they didn't teach me about personal finance. When I went to college, they yeah. didn't really teach us anything about that. My My mom, she didn't really teach me about that. And we grow up not really understanding finances. Then we go to college, we, we get credit card debt, we, we rake up student loan debt, not really understanding the long-term impact it, it has on us. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so absolutely. It's important, it's important to have those basic financial conversations. Um, and it's, I, think it, I think another problem is it, it's an uncomfortable conversation to have with, with family and friends. People don't like to talk about their personal finances. That's a sensitive topic for a lot of families. And I mm-hmm. think, you know, we need to have this conversation. We need to understand where we are financially because a lot of times it impacts the whole family. And, you know, we don't realize it until it's too late. Yeah, um, absolutely. So, so yeah, it, it's it's just bringing that awareness and really educating our children early on on personal finance because it's everything. It is everything, and it's I. It's so rare to see someone with a checkbook these days, but it's I. I get a good giggle when I see it because I always remember my mom used to sit down every month morning with her little brown plastic. Um, she had this container full of all her bills, and she'd go through all her bills, and she'd write all her checks, and she'd do the register and count it all out. And kids have people, just not even kids, people have no idea. And I do it myself. Yeah. You just start spending blindly. Yeah. Without thinking. Spending. Yeah. Right. Without thinking what's not- coming in versus what you're putting out because you can pay your credit card off all you want, but you you just take it from your savings, you know. Exactly. And it's not something kids, any people see that, you know, when you, yeah. So that's yeah, a, that, that's a, that's that, gotta be a challenge. Yeah. Um, and you're right. At the, a lot of people don't realize that. And, and another thing, the average American doesn't have a month worth of expenses saved. So can you yeah. imagine your, your one emergency away from really having financial problem um mm-hmm. and to your point children today they they or, or people in general we don't we're not conscious of money we just spend we don't realize you know for example if we go out to eat to dinner for dinner with some friends that's about a hundred bucks right there just to hang out for a night people don't mm-hmm. realize that that money adds up no because i don't I don't think they see it the same way. They're not sitting down with their checkbooks and they're not balancing out what they spent and, and seeing what's coming out, you know. They're just they're just knowing that they can spend more, you know, and Uber's gonna still show up and, you know, all the food places are gonna still show up. It's all instantaneous. It's it's very strange now. <laughs> yeah. I think I think what it is a lot of people are just comfortable. They 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 have just enough to get by, mm-hmm. and that's 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 it. They're they're okay with that, but they're not really thinking long much, term. What would you say? Um, how many months at least should 
the average American have at least in their savings in case of emergency? In my in my opinion, I would say six months to a year, at a minimum That's six what, yeah. months. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because three months. I mean, we've been in this pandemic for for how many months? It's been over six months, right? So imagine mm-hmm. the people who uh, who have lost their jobs right now. You know, so I would say at least six months to a year of expenses saved. That's, and yeah, I that's think, super you know, wise. I think people, I think people need to do a better job budgeting their money, having mm-hmm. an understanding of okay, where's what income do I have coming in? All right, and now what are my mm-hmm. monthly expenses? What, how much should I be spending on a monthly basis? And then, you know, yeah. doing a reconciliation to see, you know, where am I overspending and, and really being mm-hmm. mindful of that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know where I'm overspending. I just did my budget the other day, and I realized that between everything I have, it's not a whole lot that I have to pay out. But I'm like, well, where the heck's my money? I know where my money is. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. I know how I spend it. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's important to take a look at that because um, – you know, especially with what has happened with this pandemic and people losing not just jobs, but people have lost businesses. Um, they've lost their homes in it, uh, their jobs in it. Um, and a lot of, you know, what people don't understand, you know, with all the landlord forgiveness and, and all that stuff, the landlord still has to pay their mortgage, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, I don't think people quite, you know, I hope that people have learned now um, that the importance of having that big of a savings, because I think, you know, with the instant gratification that we live in in this country, um, most people see that big of a savings and they just want to spend it. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So what um, about, yeah, I was going to say, what about like, um, you talk about the stock market, but what about like investing in CDs and um, like 401ks and IRAs and all that, all that kind of stuff? Well, so as far as the, um, so 401ks are employer um, sponsored retirement accounts. So mm-hmm. like if you work for a company, uh, they usually provide 401k plans, retirement plans for their employees. Um, Mm -hmm. and IRAs, so that's an individual retirement account. Um, So -hmm. there's certain types of IRAs. So there's the traditional IRA um, Mm -hmm. where you can invest in that that type of account with pre-tax dollars. Um, So basically any capital gains from stocks, you wouldn't have to pay any taxes um when you re- when you withdraw during retirement age so the retirement mm. the legal retirement age is 59 and a half so that's when you can start um withdrawing and making distribution from these retirement accounts mm. okay yeah so um so, these are just, those are just types of retirement accounts and mm-hmm. usually in those types of accounts you would buy stocks and with the employers in their 401ks the employers usually would provide different investment portfolios um that they would provide to the employee Mm -hmm. so like for example i used to work for deloitte and Mm -hmm. we had a 401 we had a 401k plan with them they had and their their custodian um their minister, their stock administrator, um, was uh, Fidelity. Are you familiar with Fidelity? Yeah. Yeah, so Fidelity would was our administrator, and they would provide different investment portfolios. They would provide us mm-hmm. a list of portfolios that we can invest our 401k in, and we would just pick mm-hmm. it based on our risk <clears throat> appetite from conservative to um medium to aggressive um when mm-hmm. you say when you mention a, a, an aggressive investment portfolio that essentially means that you're you you're okay with purchasing stocks that will fluctuate but you have more 
potential of stock market gains. Um, uh-huh. So it just depends on what your risk appetite is. Are you a risky investor or you're a conservative investor where you just want to purchase bonds where your money won't typically fluctuate? Like the, the stock price, the, the value of your your portfolio won't drastically change as opposed to a stock portfolio. Hmm. Stocks and bonds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. <clears throat> well, yeah, um, I I hope that uh, everyone out there is listening, is writing all this down, because this is good stuff. If you um, want to follow along, thirdeyeadvisor.com, um, and you can check that out. I was going to say something else, and it just flipped my mind completely. Mm-hmm. Um Tell tell everybody where else they can connect with you. You've got a blog and all sorts of stuff on your website, but um, you got Facebook or where else? Where else are you out there? Yes. Um, so yeah, you can follow me on um, my firm, Third Eye Advisors. Uh, that the the symbol is, is Third Eye Advisors. T H I R D E Y E A D V I S O R S. I'm on Twitter as well, um, and the the handle is Art the James Inc. Um, and yeah, and you can definitely uh, reach me on my website thirdeyeadvisor.com. Yeah, there's a, an email here. You can put your name and email and ask a question, any question you want there. Um, <clears throat> Uh, wow. Yeah. You've been doing this a little a long time, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, well just over ten years. That's a good long time. Yeah. Um are there, time's are there flying. what's that? Yes I it said is. Time's flying. <laughs> yes it is. So everyone invest now. Start saving now. Start getting ready for retirement now because it's gonna happen to you whether you I don't care if you're twenty or <laughs> how old you think you are, you know, it's gonna happen. Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and you don't think about it until something goes wrong, like with this pandemic. People are just like they've lost everything, and then, you know now what? How do you you know how do you recover that kind of stuff? Do you talk to people about debt recovery and and all and and fixing all your debts and things like that too? Oh yes, um, because you know myself too. I had credit problems, and I had to understand how. Mm that whole process worked and I, I, I pretty, I pretty much figured out, figured it out. I know how to navigate um, dealing with the credit agencies. So yeah, that's another uh, service that I, um, I offer to my clients, you know, walking, guiding them through the, the credit um, disputing process and, and basically improving their credit. Um, a lot of people come to me telling me that, you know, they, they paid someone to, um, fix their credit. And I'm like, you know, how do they do that? I'm like, because the only way you could legally remove something off your credit is by disputing through the credit agencies um, who are mm-hmm. Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian, or through the <clears throat> creditor who actually reported the negative item on your credit report. Those are the only people who could legally remove any negative item on your credit. Um, oh, there's Tons and, of companies out there that claim that, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, okay, you guys get it removed, but then a couple months later it'll get put back on, and you're paying someone thousands of dollars that you can, you know, do on your own. Do it yourself, a, yep. Yeah, you can do it yourself. It's just a process and understanding the um, the laws around, you know, credit reporting. But once you understand mm-hmm. how it works, you know, you know how to – get through it yep i've struggled with that um myself but yeah you do you learn every you know there's all sorts of uh programs out there that you can follow your credit on and um there's free ones where you can get a free credit report every year and um, yeah especially (laughs) now during covid um they're offering free free credit reporting um through all three agencies I think it's oh, really? free annual. I think it's free annual report dot com. I'll I'll huh. email it to you. But there's okay. Thank you. Because you know there's a bunch of different websites, but there's one website. It's 
it's the official government website. It's where all three um, credit reports are free um, throughout COVID. Oh, that's great. Yeah, I'll definitely run it and check it out. That's that's a great tip. Um, I have I thought of my question, kind of off a little off topic now, but um, are there like when you make a portfolio with stocks and stuff, can you pick just cannabis companies? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I, I so the great thing is you know there's my philosophy is there's no one size shoe fits all, and mm-hmm. that's what differentiates me from other firms, the big financial institutions, they create portfolios of only certain stocks. But me, I create a customized Mm. portfolio for every individual based on what their beliefs are. Certain individuals believe in certain companies. You know, you're not going to invest in a company you don't believe in, right? So I tailor the investment portfolio towards what their, their beliefs are, you know, what they believe in. So if you if you prefer you know a cannabis portfolio, I will you know create you a diversified portfolio of cannabis related stocks, for example. Awesome, well, there you go, folks. If you heard that, you better call, <laughs> call in, write yes, in, get an yes. email, because it's cannabis is it's booming, it's a booming business. Yes, so um, absolutely, and it's only gonna it really is. grow. It's it's only mm-hmm. gonna grow and. I forgot. I'm not sure if you're aware, but um, Congress, they were supposed to be going to court. Um, I think a couple of days ago, they were supposed to be going to court to vote on um, if marijuana will be legal at a federal level. Um, oh. I'm not sure which date, but I need to I need to look it up. I need to follow up okay. on it. Because yeah. that, that, that's a, a, that'll be a game changer because if if Congress, if Congress approves that, that means that's just going to open a window for a lot more states to to legalize marijuana, and it's just going to take off from mm-hmm. there. So now, now, is yeah. a, now might be a good time to invest in some cannabis stocks. Oh, absolutely! Oh, for sure. And uh, I'm sure you got a good list back there of of which ones to invest oh. in. So you guys will have to call in and, yeah. and uh, call Arthur and, and ask him. And yes. he'll help you out, make you a portfolio, and get you rich. <laughs> yes, yes. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Yeah, we, yeah, absolutely. We appreciate you coming on. And um, yeah, we'll definitely be contacting you, and we'll try and send some folks your way. We try and help each other out in business, in the world. You know, um, congratulations on your uh, firm establishing this last year. Um, and uh, continued blessings and success to you. You're gonna do. You're doing great. And thank you. Um, I, I hope you it. get some. Yeah, I hope you get some clients from the show. Um, and thank, thank you. you for coming on. We really appreciate you. And uh, maybe someday we'll get to have a, a blunt together. <laughs> yes, definitely. I, I definitely would like to make a trip to Arizona. Like I said, I've never been. I, I hear it's a beautiful place. I'm, I will definitely make a trip there, and I'll, I'll reach out. Awesome. Thank you. That would be fantastic. We're right here in Tucson, so we'd love to see you in person. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. All right. Have an awesome day. Thank you. Thank thank you, you too. All right. Bye-bye. Arthur Robertson, and you can check him out at um, thirdeyeadvisor.com. And uh, I've got the radio show cutting out once again. I don't the show. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We might also move to a different platform. So um, if that happens, we still have a few minutes left here. Uh, so let's, well, let's give a shout out to some folks who didn't give a shout out to yet. Um, Hannah Health, online digital magazine. You don't have to go anywhere to listen. Uh, to listen. You can probably listen to it now these days. I love that. Every time I do an update on my computer, I think on my phone. I think that's what they have in the music set now, but it's a whole lot easier. Uh, I'm going to do it myself, right? Uh, oh, here's the joke thing came off. All right. Well, here it is. Canna Health, online digital magazine. Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals. 
profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real-life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health. And uh, go to the radio section. There's lots of little sections to look at now. Scroll on down, and you will find um, a, a picture. So get on over there and take a look at all the magazines. They're really great. Um, lots of great stories. Last page up here in the Cooking with Cannabis. And then our another um, awesome sponsor is Grow Without at 3635 East 24th Street. Birdhouse.com. Products and indoor gardening supplier. So check them out. Um, it's got um, a twister trimmers. Uh, wow, this is a, a crazy uh, trimmer. It trims your plants. Well, seriously, sharp edges in there and trips all your, all your leaves off. But don't throw your leaves away. You can juice with them and do all sorts of stuff. Bake with them. All sorts of fun stuff. They've got trim trays. They've got, let's see, micronutrients. They've got Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.